you, you have to subscribe to Discord Nitro to do a custom background. That's bullshit. Discord Nitro? <clears throat> yeah. Horrible, man. It should be like Discord Blue. No, nah, Discord... <laughs> God. Discord Nitro <laughs> is great. It's named in honor of Michelangelo Badia's uh, band where he played like the four-necked X-shaped guitar or whatever. Oh god! Nitro. Wow, dude! The most eighties, the most eighties shred. How shit do in the you world. just the pull guy that, that shit out of thin air? You <laughs> know, or is, is it blowout or is it blow up? I always get it confused. Which is oh, the one with the photographer? Michelangelo Antonioni is a blow up. Yeah, okay. Because you're blowing up the photo and stuff. Oh, blow and then you're blowing the out the microphone. Yeah, yeah got it. Thank yeah. you. That will be the way I forever remember this now. Actually, yes. I've only seen blow out. I've only seen blow up, so wow! Combined, we have. you would probably like blow up more than me, and I would probably like blow out a lot. Uh, blow, blow so. up, very good. Uh, there we go. Speaking of taking photos of crime, I was going to like blow out. Famously, is from 1981, uh, which is the year of the setting. Of blow the out. You know the Americans. You know who could blow me? <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> the who blows a random government agent in the second scene of this show? Okay, he's not random. He's very carefully selected. Random. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, that Travis dude also, is, that guy starts coming before she even unbuttoned his pants. Listen, <laughs> like, like, listen, oh, listen. <laughs> some people make sounds, some people make sounds before they come. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, the Americans, as you know, Pod. Travis, you got it this rolling. week. It's your it's your baby. Okay, what's up, everyone? It's as you know, uh, the podcast where uh, we evaluate television shows based on the first and last episodes, so that you don't have to watch them if you don't have time. Or you might be like, "Damn, that sounds dope. I should watch that show." Uh, in this case, hopefully, you feel that way uh, because we're discussing one of my favorite shows, The Americans. Uh, with me today. Uh, from the KGB safe house in Fairfax County, it's Ian Benson. Yeah! I wondered which one I was going to be. I'm doing shots of vodka alone after abandoning my parents. Uh, also joining me from the Residentura uh, in D.C., where there's definitely not shady goings on, it's Stephen Doughton. <coughs> Great. Mm. And uh, controlling us all from Moscow and delivering orders, it's Matt Siani. Hey, y'all. Now imagine that he's played by Margot Martindale. Um, I was going to say, is that, is, that a, this. is that a Frank Langella role <laughs> or a Margot Martindale role? So Margot Martindale's their handler for the first couple seasons, but she has replaced an unseen Frank Langella, and then Frank Langella becomes their handler again in later seasons. Love that for them. Yeah. I would love, I would love for Mags Bennett and Skeletor to be my secret agent handlers. <laughs> my mom thought Frank Langella was hot as Dracula. Uh, I mean, listen, we're going to talk a lot about hotties, and it's Matthew Reese today. That's sure. We're going to uh, talk about how I would love to build a house in the lines of Noah Emmerich's face. It seems like solid, <laughs> tillable land. <laughs> so I guess this is the part where we talk about uh, Travis. Why do you pick the Americans? Well, Travis, let me tell you. The Americans is a show that I really love a lot. It is like just outside of the like the big, big, big prestige shows, but it still was a show that was pretty much only watched by TV critics for most of its run, uh, as far as people can tell, and that was enough to get it six seasons, uh, and so I have terrible ratings. Text me last night to Travis, 
when with or without you starts back up, greater than, 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 greater than sign, Travis may or may not have cried again. Yes. I was very moved by the finale of The Americans when it aired. It's a show that I watched. I got on late. My parents were super into it. My mom would call it like her favorite show of all time. So I binged the first like three seasons, and then I think I started watching it as it aired. In the last season specifically, I remember my roommate would always come home from work and like sit down like ten minutes into the episode and be like, "What's going on on this show that I've never watched?" <laughs> and I'd be like, "Well, Travis, Travis just gets very emotional when McDonald's are involved." Yeah, especially the end. yeah, it's really the first time player that used the real emotional crutch of the show, and they're just carrying the burgers and shit like that. Yeah. Um, anyway, Matthew Reese looking like uh, Matthew Reese looking like he's playing Sully in Clint Eastwood's Sully. <laughs> <laughs> who also weirdly looks like Sully from the Uncharted series. He does. He would have been That's so much right. better as Sully than um, Wahlberg. Yes. Maybe then Tom Holland wouldn't say things like, this is an experience I will regret <laughs> Are we going to talk about the Uncharted <laughs> movie every episode in some way? to me that a year out from the film, the star who works with that studio so much is like, if they could have killed me on there, I would have said thank you. <laughs> like, so, so speaking of things that we talk about constantly on this show, and I'm going to bring it up now since it isn't related to the plot in any real way, how amazing is it that he was just reading Archie comics? Uh, <laughs> yeah. In the fucking pocket. Jughead's in trouble. <laughs> the moment he said I that, like, I right. cursed aloud. <laughs> Just like, well, you know, Betty and Veronica are trying to sell some cookies or whatever. With like, maybe they won't talk about it. Maybe they that's, won't talk about it. That's like the most characterization we get of Henry in these two episodes, which is about accurate for the show. Also, I was gonna say that he, he gave me big. Him, um, he gave me big. Uh, the kid from Breaking Bad energy. Oh, Walt Jr.? Walt Jr.? Yeah. Unless you meant, um... Holly? No, I meant Walt Jr. <laughs> no, 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 yes. no. Holly, um, oh my god. Uh, Jesse totally Pinkman. He could have... <laughs> yeah, he the, kid from, thing, you know, the kid from Breaking Bad. Uh, yeah, mm. this is also, I think, by far the best FX show. Uh, and one of the least overly FX-y, except for a few moments in this pilot, are very FX, but... Justice for, for part, Terriers. Uh, there's uh, always some fucking terrier stands out can there. I make a, there can I make a... There are dozens of us! Something that I enjoyed about this show, uh, maybe this is too early, maybe I'm breaking the, the vibes fine. here, but something <laughs> I enjoyed about this show is uh, something that I feel... I, I probably felt the most strongly while watching or well, playing Metal Gear Solid that I felt with this, which is anytime somebody's like, we're going we're gonna to show you, like the extreme motivations of countries at war, but more interesting are the people who have to carry them out and the uh. emotions that they go through as they do that and their relationships and such, which is an extremely Metal Gear thing. I'm, I mean, way less extreme also, than in Metal Gear, but... I just, I love this for you, that this is a thing that has been shown across the, like... This is to like Jean Le Carre spy novels are like, you know, kind of indebted to, you know, the idea of like, you know, the life of being a spy and, and working. I've only, I've only seen one, you know, media thing. Yeah, no. I just, and I Big just Metal love, Gear I Solid love, energy. I love that it's Metal this Gear Solid. This and Austin Powers are the extent of his spy. Uh, 
<laughs> and you're like, this doesn't Do people, seem anything like Austin Powers. You know, it's interesting. It, what's interesting I found is like this was really interesting. I was like, I don't know why people don't make things about spies. Like I was confused about that part. It's like <laughs> nobody makes any shows or movies about spies. Oh right, much. sorry. The other thing that Stephen's seen with a spy is the Equalizer, where he saw That's an right. ex-spy. <laughs> Right, and I'm always like, why the don't they show also. them? Why don't they show them while they're spies? <laughs> and I, then like, we no like, one uh, ever does wow. that. Look at that! That's a spy right there. <laughs> Doesn't anyone think that's like a cool job? I feel like well, there's a lot of interesting stuff in it. Cool is one word for it. They're I mean, if you're spying cool on the U.S., spies. that's cool. But <laughs> yeah, Travis, what is the Americans? So the Americans. Uh, like I said, FX drama series that aired from 2013 to 2018. It was created by Joe Weisberg, who briefly served in the CIA uh, and later was oh. like, this was a mistake. The CIA sucked. I did not have a good time. But he got a lot of his ideas for like what you would show, like dead drops and various espionage techniques are things he learned from CIA training. And it is very, very loosely inspired by a... Uh, an actual similar program to Directorate S, which is so the premise of the show salt. is yeah, it's uh, the the Angelina Jolie film yes. Salt <laughs> is what this it is about. It's a show about uh, Russian spies posing as American citizens uh, with a normal American family and normal American jobs, and based loosely on a real what Russian illegals program that was the FBI uh, arrested several people in in 2010. Um, yeah, there's I not really the, any evidence of this being a Cold War thing, but he was like, that's interesting. What if we made a show like that and set it during the 80s? I remember the like article, it was like the Atlantic or whatever, where it was like, my parents were spies. And it was just like, yo, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> While reading the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then um, this would go on, of course, to inspire the first five or 15 minutes or however long it was of uh, the uh, MCU's Black Widow film, which is... Just the first, the first fifteen minutes are an Americans episode, only with mm. um, Rachel Weisz and that guy from Stranger Things that everyone loves, uh, David Harbor. Yes, and they're in Ohio, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. The text of that film to. is, uh, "We never should have left Ohio," and that's why it's, on, that's why it gets up to two and a half stars instead yeah. of one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and then of course the stars Carrie Russell, uh, who's now an as you know super all star as the lead in two different shows that we've done, uh, Felicity yourself. And as you know, simp star. Uh, and see, Welsh actor Matthew Reese Ian, of like, Brothers and Sisters. You, like, you brought this up, but, th like, there's nothing, like, 0% Kent State Gun Girl energy. Like, it was just the hair. I, like, there's right. nothing it, to it say. It was actually just, nothing. I don't well, she, doesn't even have, she doesn't even <laughs> get any wigs that kind of look like that at any point. It's just... Yeah. Yeah, I know. Which Wig is maybe my favorite incredible. part of this show. Like... Is all the costumes like the, the 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 makeup team deserves some awards because I really loved how different they looked every time. I was in love with that part of it. And it happens so much more as you as you watch the series. Some of the disguises yeah. are really stupid, and some of them are like, "Damn, that's good." A lot of Liz's are more just like she put a wig on and some more eyeliner. But uh, I think they do a lot more with Philip as far as because they can like put facial hair on him and stuff like that yeah as somebody who follows brian grubb the uprocks tv writer on twitter there i my major exposure to the show which beyond travis being like ian fucking watch the americans already i'm like i oh, listen uh, uh, i have to play 100 hour video games i'm sorry uh was uh brian grubb tweeting out various screen caps of bizarre costumes that they would make the people in the show wear and every time i was like 
this is an acclaimed simmering drama because this looks like the best comedy. Why did they put this on Matthew Reese? <laughs> I love this. I finally under I finally understand, Travis. You were right. It is yes, simmering. It's so simmering. So we've got a long ass pilot. Uh, called pilot. Yeah. Also, uh, I just want to say, Travis, when you said two hours, you lied. It was two it was hours two and twenty minutes. Or two, yeah. It was, it was two seventy-minute episodes, which was fine. What was extra 20, 20 minutes long. are notable, especially because there's like an entire plot line in this pilot that you could just not have, and it would you'd lose nothing. Um, no, you would lose everything because you wouldn't see <laughs> Matthew Reese looking like he's from Justified showing up and beating up a pedophile. Also, yes. we've now covered the entirety of that plot. We can move on. Yes, yeah. this was executive produced by Justified Creator Graham Yost. Also, I um, love that. Of course. Oh, that's the be- that's the other show that could be the best. Yeah. So, nineteen eighty one, Washington D.C. Uh, we're at a cocktail bar, and we see uh, Elizabeth Jennings in disguise as a sex worker talking to a guy who's like, "I'm actually in the FBI. I bet you think that that's cool and sexy." Um, which I'm sure is me- a very common pickup po- technique in DC. Meme of the guy in the corner of the party being like, they don't know. They don't know. FBI <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and everyone's like, yes, we do. You talk about it all the time. <laughs> yes, we do. You You're the worst extre- undercover agent ever. <laughs> you look extremely like an FBI agent. The moment we walked in, we're like, ah, fuck, a fed's here. Fed's here. Right. So she takes him to a hotel room and seduces him for information. And then, uh, and yeah, she... Go, starts to go down on him, and he's like, oh, "It's just, just <laughs> he drowns. He actually drowns in his come. own semen. He yeah. comes oh, so much Jesus. that he has he like a, a nightmare on Elm Street, like, <laughs> like Johnny Depp blood <laughs> amount of calm from Kerr also going down on him. This is all uh, canonical. Um, <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> at the same time, we don't uh, even her, know that part yet. She just like leaves, right? Because it's her husband. Her husband Philip. At the same time, is with a guy named Rob, and they are both. Uh, following a guy named Nikolai Timoshev, who's a defector from the KGB. They are following Nikolai Timofey-Mozgov. Correct. <laughs> yes. They're like, how's this guy's, how did this guy get such a big contract? We have to what were the Lakers doing? <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get this guy <laughs> out of there. Some good 2015 off-season humor. Huge uh, Lakers <laughs> fans. Uh, that's the 16 off-season, you son of a bitch. Uh, so, Timoshev approaches them, realizes it's a setup, and he starts running and I think this is when Tusk has already kicked in. Dude, it's um, every needle. The drop, needle drops are yeah across. The they board. spent a lot of money on that in the show. When you when they're like yeah, you're like wait, is this Tusk? They're playing Tusk, and like meanwhile he's like chasing after a guy and shouting like, "Don't get too close!" Right as the guy gets too close, and then he stabs him with yeah. like okay. a knife that he ah. Uh. Okay, so uh, well, first I I like that one of the first conversations we hear at all in the show is like, yeah, I heard he took out the entire Japanese judo team and then they were uh, they were like uh which year because one of those years they sucked yeah we didn't even medal that one year six, yeah, and then there's the you found the nhl i like football like yeah. i love the banal like conversations that they have in their like newfound american lives um yeah i do uh, love that okay can i ask a question like pl- like strictly plot related yeah uh, um in the beginning she 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 goes she goes to this person's apartment gives them a bunch of money and says i need to look out your living room window and goes out onto the balcony. What did she do? Did she do anything? Did I just miss it? She needs to know like their location so that she can know when to like pick them. Up. Like she needs to see what's going on at least with. Okay, because I thought I assumed I assumed she was going to shoot somebody or something. No, it's also, no, it's also like a signal, like because they're looking up and be like, okay, so she sees us, so we can do whatever. So she knows what's. They just like need to be in in communication uh, or as close as they can be. So. 
that's that. Um, a lot of this show is people uh, watching inconspicuously from various locations. It happened um, four or five times in the two episodes. The third episode involves them having going to Philadelphia and enlisting uh, the Derek Luke character, who we'll talk about later, to have his guys watch this girl who is also being watched by the FBI. It's just like all like is Derek people Luke's looking character and like, an ex football player? Is that why we're uh, going to talk about him no. a lot? Damn. No. Uh, He's not, not playing mind. Booby Miles. He was that one, right? Uh, I, I would assume so. Uh, I don't remember who any of the actual players are in the Friday Night Lights movie. There's no Billy Bob and, and Connie are in it. Uh, the black guy in the second episode that we watched played the basis of Smash in the Friday Night Lights movie, which is why when he appeared, I went, Derek Luke! And then texted Travis, Derek Luke! <laughs> Boom, we've made that connection. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Timoshev winds up, yeah, stabbing Rob, uh, but Philip does capture him, and I love Elizabeth that this show sells me on the idea that Matthew Reese can fight. Oh, the combat! Yeah, he's this total is, yeah. badass. <laughs> it really sells me on the idea that that man, who reminds me of in Thirty Rock when um, Michael Sheen arrives and explains that it makes much more sense for his character to be named Wesley Snipes than the actual <laughs> Wesley Snipes. It reminded me very much of that. Look, don't but, fuck with Welsh people. Who I mean, the only... Yeah, listen. You could like, just send a stream of, of vowels and consonants that don't make sense together at you. and I mean, don't fuck with Welsh people is see. a good general rule of thumb because the most famous Welsh person on the planet, if they're anything like Christian Bale, you're like, I don't want this. Gareth, oh, yeah. I was, like, oh, Gareth, I was like, you mean Gareth Bale? And I'm like, oh, Christian Bale is also Welsh. Yes, and yeah, more famous than Gareth Bale, who I also would not want to fight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> The greatest British soccer player of his generation or a guy who is perpetually training for something. Yeah, it's like you can fight him when he's preparing for Vice, but not when he's preparing for Batman. I don't know. He's very big in that, but he still probably knows his Batman moves. He might be like the Kingpin. Dick Cheney doing Batman shit. (laughs) Any professional footballer could probably kick my ass. However, if if you're taking from the pool of like the the bottom line is like like could maybe start on a professional football team i think the better they are actually are from that from that floor the more likely i am to beat them in a fight like if you just if you go like the worst player on real madrid is probably the guy who'd kick my ass the most and like like uh, cristiano ronaldo would be like I do not want to fight you. I'm too. I'm. I have too much interest in my face being pretty. I really feel that way. That's. I think that's an absolutely correct take. Um, it's not because the person you consistently least want to fight is somebody who plays like center back, and sometimes those might be the best players on the teams. Okay, but they're the. I said the most famous. Uh, well, some of them are. I, I guess you know, like. You know, Sergio Ramos was, like, the Madrid captain for decades and is, like, a famous guy who looks kind of like um, Tom Hardy. Uh, and, like, that's a Ooh. guy you were like, no, I don't want to fight that I don't want to fight anybody that looks like Tom Hardy. <laughs> Anyone who looks anything <laughs> like Tom Hardy. You're like, no. <laughs> Logan Marshall Green, you don't want to fight him. <laughs> so, in the car, they're like, should we take Rob to a hospital again and argument about it? They're, it costs, they're, they drop him off, but it costs them too much time. Their argument about it. Their argument about it is naming highways and hospitals. As they're just like, no, I mean, we could go up 
you go up to 60 for one, and then we could just drop them off at them. She's like, no, there won't be time. You got this exit. He's like, okay, we'll do this Classic one. people who live in a city conversation. Classic. Matt, it's, it's, Matt, were it's, you able to identify that this entire show is filmed in New York and taking place of D.C. and Northern Virginia? I did not pick that out at all, no. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah, uh, I just assumed that, you know. Often in Brooklyn, yeah. Um, I, was like, this I, all I mean, like, now that I know, that makes sense. But I, I guess I figured a show like this would just be shot on location. I've never spent like, much time in seem... D.C. Yeah, I, I guess I also just assumed that D.C. looked like Brooklyn, but hey. Yeah, because I, I know that I've D.C. doesn't have, like, otherwise. I know that D.C. like doesn't have skyscrapers, basically. Yes. So it's the thing really where it's, like, not. shot in the way where I'm like, yeah, that looks like, you know, whatever. It's a city. I'm not yeah. thinking much. Yeah. Anyway, so they missed the ship because of the time circuit of the hospital that would have returned Timoshev to Russia, which is what they were doing, was going to send him back to go presumably be tortured and killed. He he has a great line. He's just like, why is everyone so punctual in this business? <laughs> which I do really <laughs> like. And it's like, you've been doing this for 12 years or whatever at this point. Like I love 20 that. years, something 20? like okay. that. They've been You're in right. The- it's Reagan. And they co- yeah, yeah, 15, something like that. They came over. It was what? 64 is what they said. Something like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, they, yeah. 20 years or whatever. Uh, at the FBI headquarters, uh, we have Stan Beeman, uh, the other sort of major non-Jennings character in this show. Icon. Uh, uh, and his new partner, Chris Amador, and their supervisor, uh, informs them that, like, Timoshev didn't arrive uh, where they were supposed to meet up with him. The supervisor played by Man Michael I Would Gaston. Bet My Life On will appear on the, as you know, all-star list, Michael Gaston. He's that uh, bald guy that you looked at and you're like, where have I seen you play... Someone we'll definitely do Prison role. Break, so yes, he will appear. Yeah. Um, Steven and talked about picking Prison Break, and I told him not to, and I have to apologize again for this. I told him not to because I felt that the pilot was directed by McG, and we'd already talked about McG so much. The pilot is directed by Brett Ratner, and oh, I guess I should apologize. How dare apologize. you disrespect McG like that? I guess that. I should apologize to McG for confusing him with Brett Ratner, I guess. Yeah. McG, you suck in so many ways, but in different ways than Brett Ratner does. Yeah. That's why uh, I was like, oh, I got them confused, and I again, I have to keep atoning for that mistake. Yeah. I have to do a hundred good deeds. A thing we normally talk about, and kind of just glossed over, uh, you know, we know where Carrie Russell, well, we don't really know where Carrie Russell's at, just, you know, because we like to talk about what leads to this moment with various people. Because it's, you know, this is... This is a decade after Felicity. She's you know, done she's had, the Mission Impossible 3, she, right? Yeah, she appears yeah. in... Well, that's in 2006, so it's still seven years. Yeah. Where she's it's just, just like, been like, in movies. She's just around. Yeah, but it's kind of in the wilderness. Uh, when yeah. I was talking... When I got uh, pizza last night with a friend and I said I was watching The Americans, she was like... That's the one that has the woman from August Rush. And I was like, wow, what a poll for <laughs> this. Correct. I was like, you're not wrong, but that would be like if I started referring to Tom Hardy, he's the guy from Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, right? Where you're just like, you're not wrong, but why that one? So, you know, she's kind of in the wilderness. Matthew Reese is... Brothers and Sisters is the thing Matthew Reese yes, is most known he for. A just, show we'll probably never do because it just seems boring. Oh, we're absolutely going to do it. A curiosity of what the hell is that show? They're in for five seasons. If Travis My thinks it's really going to be boring, it. it's either going to be like mind-bendingly boring or it's going to be like Burn Notice and Kick-Ass. It's a family no, drama. It's, a, it's not yeah, going to be like... like a, uh, no, no family it's dramas. Like a, I'm putting, putting a ban on family dramas on this show. It, Sorry, you don't get to ban show. things. You yeah, get to ban a genre. 
Banned. Canceled. Oh, okay. I, oh, sorry, I was going to pick us for next week, so I. Or this, this is, is us, us rather. You, us. That's yeah. Yeah. still on. Jordan Peele. Sorry, I was going to pick <laughs> Seventh Heaven for next week. We but don't want to talk about the fact that both of the parents on that show are deep, deep criminals now. <laughs> <laughs> deep criminals. <laughs> I don't know why I think deep criminals. They do deep crime. I don't know why I think that. I don't know why I said deep criminals. To their core, they love crime. Anyway. The dad from that show turned out to be a pedophile, and I just, that's going to be weird. Yeah. That's deep crime. That is deep Uh, crime. I don't know. Again, I don't know why I said deep crime. The moment I said I was like, deep. Hi, we're deep deep crime. I was like, I think I wanted to say they're in deep, deep trouble, and I was like, that sounds stupid. (laughs) But I'd already said deep. They're, uh, they're going to be Emmerich. in big, big trouble, mister. <laughs> <laughs> no, Emmerich, uh, what's up with him? He's great. I love him. I don't know. He's in Truman Show, and he's so good as the best friend in Truman Show, one of the like uh, great uh, you know, films of the 90s. Uh, and he has one of the best lines possible that you can have on your Wikipedia, which is under his personal life. I love any time in a personal life section. This is why I brought all of this up. I'm sorry. Everything was just a ploy to talk about this part. But you know I love in a, per- in a Wikipedia section's personal life where there's just a one-sentence paragraph. You know, like they love to mm-hmm. do it with an actor where they're like, such and such is openly gay. Um, with with Noah Emmerich, he is not related to director Roland Emmerich. <laughs> just one line. We know you went to this Wikipedia page to check <laughs> we know that. That is what you're here to find out. This was not related to the director of the upcoming feature film Moonfall. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for the moon to fall on me. Uh... <laughs> So hit me with the big moon, Patrick Wilson. Yeah, a man who like sold Chewbacca. the line. A man who sold the line. Call me Ocean Master, and then they gave him an Academy Award for that. So I can only imagine they'll give him the rest of the EGOT for Moonfall for or Mooncrash moon or whatever it is. Uh. So, Timoshev, he's tied up and gagged in the trunk. Philip is like, "I will murderate you if you make any sounds." Uh. Let's leave the garage <laughs> and talk to our two children, Paige and Henry. I have no this idea what their parents do. Incredible little turnship they did here. That was yes. yeah, it was fun. Uh, I will say that Paige looks more Russian than either of them, which is pretty <laughs> odd. Um, and I will say nothing else about Paige. <laughs> she's Cana- she's Canadian, if that matters. Uh, Holly Taylor is. Paige is not. Paige is an American. So um, I'll say nothing else about Holly Taylor, a twenty-four-year-old person. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think you know. All right. Yeah, so <laughs> it's the it was the fina- it's the finale where she's got the wig and the glasses, right? Yeah. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, it reminded me of when you were like, Julian Baker's the most attractive member of Boy Genius. Stephen loves a skinny Velma. Um, <laughs> <and> a- <laughs> it's the look she's going for. <laughs> Fucking body. Yeah, there's no way I could possibly deny that. <laughs> Fucking body. <laughs> I can't be, do- I can't be done. <laughs> uh, in a much dark, on, on a much darker note, uh, Elizabeth is oh. like, we should kill this guy now because flashback scene, and this is you know mm. the most one of the more FXy things that happens is the we get the rape as backstory and drama thing. Uh, where always good when they do that. Yeah, um, so it back in Russia... always makes the character so complex. Yeah, it's not really a thing... It maybe comes up, like, one other time over the course of, like, this entire series, too. Oh, so um, it was really important, too. That's good. <laughs> right, it's a very piloty ass thing to do. Um, but Timoshev was her trainer uh, when she was in 
was one of the trainers when she was back in. Yeah, yeah, Moscow, yeah. There's, there's, yeah, there's like a fight scene, like a training fight scene, and and she's like, "I am sorry," and then he's like, "Use the contraction." Yeah, it's like we also do get a lot. Like the combat people are also teaching them to like how to lose the Russian accent. <laughs> I thought it was fun that I like. I don't actually know why they did this, but I think I would guess that. Carrie Russell was just much better at the Russian accent than Matthew Reese because in the flashback, she always has the Russian accent and he does not, which I imagine they tried it and he, they're just like, ah, it's not believable. Like, we'll just have him already be there. Yeah, I I imagine it's easier because they're like, Carrie, we need you to do a Russian accent to your English accent or to your American accent. And then it's like going up to Welshman Matthew Reese and was like, you know that great American accent you're doing? Can you also now make it sound like it's a Russian version of that? And him just (laughs) like... (laughs) <laughs> what? <laughs> Sometimes the Welsh slips through. It yeah. does, I mean, the Russian he... stuff probably, like, to us sounds good, and probably to Russians is, oh, it's like, like they sound like fucking Boris and Natasha. Yeah, but no, it, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> they had that one guy who's, like, the general that appeared. Zhukov. Zhukov. Who's Polish. In real uh, life. Uh, all right. But, uh, yeah, but it was like, ah, I've seen that guy play, like, this role a dozen times. <laughs> You know, and I was like, yeah, that's what he sounds like. And also now you're telling me that that guy's Polish. I'm like, that explains it all. Yeah, that's, I have no idea what it actually sounds like. Yeah. Does the guy who plays a Russian guy, the dude from Armageddon, ever appear in this show? Uh, Peter Stormare does, is not yeah. on the show. Noted as Swedish. <laughs> most man, of the Russian, Peter most of the Russian-speaking Russians on the show are played by Russian actors like Luke okay. Horn and Costa Runin. Um, I love, I love. There's an interview with Peter Stormare where he's just like nobody in the '90s. Nobody knew what anything sounded like. He was just like, he was like <laughs> I would just come in and say nonsense, and they'd be like, "Yeah, this guy, wow, he's got it all." And he's like, oh, yeah, "I was just." I would just speak with my Swedish accent and be like, oh, wow, perfect. He's like, for anything. They had no idea. He's like, I played a South African guy like that. <laughs> to be fair, it's hard to do a South African accent that without sounding like you're making fun of them because they sound ridiculous. They sound so In America, it's bling bling. Here, it bling bang. <laughs> anyway, so she's like, she would like to kill Timoshev immediately because she has revenge on her mind. There's a uh, moment. There's a moment where... You know, we don't know about the the uh, sexual assault history, and uh, and she's like doing a lot of thinking, and she's staring in the back of the car. But I have no context, right? So I don't know what this is, and I'm just like in my head. I was like, it it just seems to me like she's just like admiring how hot she is. Like she's just like, look <laughs> at me, I'm so fucking hot. Like just staring directly into the back of my car. Caught I caught my own eye and I'm like, wow, yeah. Walking yeah. around with the high waisted <laughs> jeans and like yeah. the body the the bodysuit top. All I'm saying are sta- great all cost- I'm doing great is stating facts. Desi- great I'm just stating she literally uh, looked at me and I was like, I'm just stating pure facts. Anyway, uh, now we get our next disguise of the episode, which is Philip as Clark, who is oh supposed to supposed to be like an internal investigator within the United States government. Who and this woman uh, is, is talking in love to with him. a an FBI Martha, who is a secretary in um, love with him, right? Yeah, oh yeah, that's that's a very long long plot. Uh, oh, what does he do to get. poor Martha? Uh, she winds up. Uh, having to get sent to the Soviet Union and live there in like, no. really crappy Martha. 80s Soviet Union Martha, life. No. Martha, no! Martha's whole life it goes, it goes bad mo- for Martha. Martha moves to Chernobyl. Uh, but they have, a lot of, they have a lot of very kinky sex uh, in between, though. That's her whole thing as she in, like, does the fucking like, Kama Sutra with Clark. It's a lot. Uh, what? 
And there's a whole thing where they like have they it's like the get married. Steven. They like get married, and Elizabeth plays Clark's sister. Uh, and there's a, this is the one other wow. time the sexual assault thing comes up mm. is like because a marshal like wait so he him, lives his entire life like, as Clark. Yeah, he has like a, you know for this for the job. Yeah, like he has a fake apartment set up with just like some pictures and it's like a kind of sparse apartment that he like doesn't take her to very he often in, but he for lives an in robert de niro's apartment for heat right where there's like <laughs> basically three plates. yeah but like they get married and then like martha confides in elizabeth that he's that they like do crazy sex and so elizabeth at some point asks philip like she's like i want you to have sex with me the way you have sex with martha because she's like really curious about it and turned on and it uh turns out that she doesn't actually want does not like that um and it's bad Anyway, that's for the more you season know. Three, this is this is the new whatever. section of yeah. as you know. It's the more you as you know. Yeah, people whose jobs is just to have sex with other people have interesting sex lives if they're married. Um, it turns out. Um, so yeah, he goes to uh, interview Martha, get information on Agent Bartholomew, uh, and probe her for information on Timoshev, and she reveals the FBI have the description of the car and license plate number that they kidnapped Timoshev with. And they um, used their own car like fools. Yeah, and like they changed the plates on it, but that's it. So, uh, meanwhile, Stan moves in next door. Uh, uh, and they're like, let's go meet the new neighbor, like, so we can this, know who our neighbors are. This show is good because it has two concepts better than most shows have, which is both here is an undercover couple, you know, here are foreign agents living undercover in the suburbs, and then also guy who's just spent the past three years undercover readjusting to suburban yeah. life. Like, those are yeah. two good ideas. Yeah, Stan, and Stan like, has been... Let's just throw that as the side plot. Stan was in deep cover with the white supremacist group. Um, Q, uh, let's say, Matt going, oh, you mean the FBI? Uh, but he's <laughs> with, literally with, like, a militia. American law enforcement. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. It's... He already is. Uh, but he was with like a it's, you know, a. it's a tough adjustment, you know. <clears throat> he was in in like a neo-Nazi group and did. It's never. It's always only vaguely alluded to what kind of shit that he had to do to maintain cover there. But it's bad. He um, had to be in three. He had to be in six seasons of um, Sons of Anarchy. That was what he was doing the <laughs> yeah. whole time, basically. Um. So yeah, they they go like, let's meet the neighbors, and then it's like, oh, you're in the FBI. Well, I hope you you're getting those Russians. You know, I've a great conversation. We also meet um, the Beamans. A conversation, a conversation that we get to project everything onto, even though what's just happening are people are meeting for the first time and they're weird '80s adults, so they don't know how to talk to other people. You know, their their dads in the back who are processing all of their (laughs) depression. All of her back dads. (laughs) All of that. And so they don't know how to speak to others. So it's just like, "Mm, these brownies are great. And they just like stare and nod. It's like, oh, we're (laughs) meeting this person for the first time. But we get to be like, well, so it's like they can't get a house tour because the house is like being actively moved into or whatever. So it's just kind of like, stand awkwardly in this living room that doesn't have furniture in it yet. And it's them being like, no, 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 you don't have to. Don't worry. We're just dropping them off. And like, no, 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 come in, come in. It's two people. They're like, we have to project perfect 80s lives and we meet uh stan and as well as his wife susan and his son uh matthew who uh what I think happens? especially in later seasons looks like the owl from winnie the pooh that's my thoughts on matthew beeman uh, uh what <laughs> happens to stan's wife because he has a different wife uh she leaves him oh okay. because he's married to the job and it, uh, among other things um uh, wait <laughs> <laughs> near the end other things covers a lot <laughs> Near the Married end, somebody says, hey, Stan, I think this person's one of us, but I'm not sure. Is that, who was that person? 
That's Travis. his wife. That's the wife that he has later, Renee. Okay, that's what I figured. Yeah. All right. And it's, it's never it's never is, clear if it's she is never clear. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, she she, it's a huge dick move for Philip to me to, to like, By the way, do you want to have even more of just yeah. an absolute crisis of? I'd say that so. absolutely Paranoid. fucking rules. Also, I truly believe. I know. I watched very little of this show. I watched two episodes. I fully believe that she is one of them because that last shot I know is meant to be left ambiguous as she looks at the house, but I took it as a hundred percent. Yeah. After meeting Stan, uh, Philip and Elizabeth get in a uh, debate about what to do, um, which and. We get the first look at what is really one of the central tensions of the show, which is that Elizabeth is fully 100% committed to the Soviet project, and Philip very much has kind of fallen for the American dream while living there for years. And um, he's actually in love with her, and she isn't in love with him, right? Yeah, yeah. He was, like, oh, in love so with her at first sight, and she's this is, not. This show is I mean, good. at least that's realistic. <laughs> yeah. What, that yeah, everyone so, would be in love with Carrie Russell? Yeah, and that Carrie Russell would necessarily like, go Matthew for Reese him. Matthew Reese is uh, unconventionally got to... Yeah. <laughs> Matthew Reese is um, to a real, real internet boyfriend. Matthew Reese, you can't Rece- receding hairline king. <laughs> there are dozens of us. <laughs> uh, if you, if Travis. Matt and Stephen don't know, they became actual husband and wife during this show. Ca- Carrie Russell yeah. was married to this poor man. Because it's Terry like divorce Russell. 2014, married to Matthew Reese 2014, or oh, something like that. It's insane. In 2006, <laughs> That's in 2006, horrible. Carrie Russell became engaged to Shane Deary, a Brooklyn-based contractor she met through mutual friends. There is a guy who is living out the plot of like Notting Hill, basically, and yeah, then she gets cast on this show, and within like a year, a year, she leaves him for the co-star. That's it's uh, right. that but it also cold, has genuine man. chemistry and hotness yeah. to all of their romance scenes later in the show. Uh, anyway, so they have their argument about what they should do because Philip is like, we could def- because Timoshev had told Philip he was like, if you defect, like you'll get three million dollars and whatever, be free from this life because this life sucks. They'll pay you more if you bring me back. Yeah, this is after so, he like bit him, right? No, uh, that's, that's later. Before. That's before. Yeah. Uh, so. We get another flashback to them meeting for the first time back in Russia and being like, this is your wife, Elizabeth Jennings from Chicago, Illinois. You will not like, don't even ask what her other name is. And then he doesn't even give a background biographical information for Philip. He's like, and this is Philip. Like, you're better off just making up a story. I was so bummed. I wanted to hear where they decided that Philip was from. And they're just like, no, no. Philip is from uh, Columbus, Ohio, let's say. Uh, I was going to go with Iowa. That's too. Yeah, they met at a Cubs game or something. Yeah, you know why not? Um, Imagine being from Iowa. That's insane. <laughs> thousands <laughs> of people do it every day. <laughs> and wait, wait. Hard to believe. Be from Iowa. Hard to believe that people do like. How do they manage to do being from Iowa? <laughs> they just are inconspicuous all fucking day. I think Iowa is like the second most American state. We love to have That's people be from. Primary. We love to have people in fiction be from Iowa. Yeah. We mostly love to have people be from Ohio, and then we love to have them be from Iowa because they're states where people are like, yeah, we. There's something up with them, right? People, people, people in Ireland cannot get those two states straight. Like they just, <laughs> they actually can't. They'll be like, yeah, 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 Ohio. That's where I know somebody from there. I think they're from Des Moines, and I'm like, oh, ah. Uh. You're just you're not even the same time zone. Fuck Iowa. 
That's not true. That's not true. Iowa seems fine. Iowa's fine, I'm sure. It's I just can't Ian's imagine. Ian's least favorite Slipknot album. He's more into the Subliminal Verses. Um, Go Hawkeyes. I'm sorry, I'm more into the uh, what? The Subliminal Verses. That's one of the. That's another Slipknot album. Mate Feed, Kill Repeat, whatever. Uh, nobody likes that. Um, <laughs> uh, what is happening? Anyway, uh, so later, Philip is out jogging and K- runs Killer jogging fit. Killer yeah. jogging fit. Killer got, jogging the, fit. got the track jacket on. And Stan Doesn't look like, like it's that cold, but hey. Yeah. It's always a fun thing in a show to be like, this is what we think Americans are like. <laughs> like It's just like, it's like people pretending to be a boring suburban family is something I, I do enjoy. Yeah. Uh, and Stan's like, hey, I need jumper cables. And Philip is like, come into my garage where I'm keeping a human being in my trunk and I'll get yeah, you jumper cables. I would definitely- An insane thing to do. But, you know, when he's less like, you suspicious want a beer? than saying, I don't have jumper cables. Yeah, when he's like, you uh, want a I beer. I, like, I would have just handled it with, like, hey, you know, yeah, take a seat in the kitchen. I'll be in in a sec. You know, not the, like, yeah. come to the garage yeah, that been me. That would have been really yeah. normal. Like, but, here's you know, a glass it, of water. I'm going to my garage. But also, like, it's suburban 80s America. The garage is the dad's section. Like, that yeah. is where you go, I guess. This is where dad bonding yeah. occurs. Yeah. Is yeah. in the garage. Yeah. You don't want your your wife doesn't want strange dads in the house. Yeah, so he gives him the jumper cables and he closes the trunk just in time for Stan not to notice that there's in a, a live human being in it. In my mind, for some reason, and I, I, I as I was watching this, I was like, well, I haven't seen this before. Why would I think this? But um, and I, I think it's from something else where they like the guy hands him the jumper cables. Yeah, <laughs> like he's also like you know that'd be a good like Zucker Abram Zucker gag. Too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, this, um, <laughs> I've seen it in something else where that happens, but I don't remember what it is. So Philip decides on his own that he's he wants to take the money into effect. So he oh uh, wait, uh, Stan as he's looking at the car is like this is the exact car. Yeah, he's like that oh, was called in. Hmm, he's just casually being like, oh, you know they uh, can't keep these off the line fast enough, you know. And Philip knows that he's an FBI agent investigating, so he's playing it super cool. Which doesn't come across that cool, and he's like, ah, you know, I wanted the coupe, she wanted the sedan, you know, and he's just like trying to have a boring, normal conversation as he's like, this guy's definitely casing the car. Yeah, he thinks something's um, up. So he's like, I'll just take him to stand. I'll take the money. I'll defect. We'll figure it out. Our family will be resettled, and and it'll be hard, but we'll we'll used to it. And but when he's in the middle of doing it, Elizabeth's like, what the fuck are you doing? And attacks Timoshev, and they get in a huge, very loud fight in the garage. And, and here's where the rape thing comes up. Yes, because Philip doesn't know that that happened or what t- their whole deal is. And then uh, after Elizabeth explains or like reveals what happened, because he was like, we could have our way with the cadets. It was a perk. Or whatever. He then snaps the dude's neck um, pretty brutally. And then, hey, they, you, as I said last week, you get a yeah. couple points on the motherfucker. If he's incapacitated, you know that he's a rapist. Just, just, you know, kick his head through some drywall. Well, that was you know awesome. what? Just, <laughs> that was amazing. Oh, <laughs> well, I kept waiting for like as the as this like they're getting thrown around and all of that. I was waiting for another neighbor to be like, uh, yeah, like I was like, this has got to be loud. A classic. You can't quietly kick, or your kids will wake up. You kicked a guy's head through drywall. But it just goes straight <laughs> through the drywall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so they pour acid on the body and dump it in a wastewater pool at an abandoned factory. <laughs> And then they and then have like, sex to in the air tonight. Yeah, which is like yeah. sort of implied to be the first time they've like ever, or at least in a long time, had sex with each other because they wanted to, for and not love because they had to not, make yeah. children for deep cover purposes. Right. I think 
that 100% of the time I would rather not have sex than have sex to in the air tonight. <laughs> you don't love you don't love the like 14th best number one song. It was ni- no- it was the early 80s. It was cool to do. Number one, <laughs> the number one, they actually skipped over the like most iconic drum fill part, which I thought That's, was amazing. They just yeah, we're focused on just the bit, uh, the boom, boom, boom. We're yeah, not, we're not here for parts. a fucking meme song, so that's I'm glad yeah, right. that they skipped the meme part. Uh, yeah, I agree. But like, I would just, I think I would be giggling. I think I'd be like, "Are we being for real about this?" <laughs> well, I, they're not hearing the music. <laughs> I mean, you don't know it's diegetic. We do know it's di- we do no, know they it's were actually di- listening to Susu Studio uh, <laughs> in the room. <laughs> they were they were listening to That's All. <laughs> Like, this is she seemed to have section. an invisible touch. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, Wikipedia recap totally ignored that. Like they went to the mall and there was the pedophile guy, and that's fine. But right, then it's like then, it, but then it. it's like then Philip kills or beats up the pedophile guy. Uh, well, because the best part well. of him is when he puts up, the best thing in this episode is when he puts on the cowboy boots and he just does his his little oh, dance. Because that's also I'm so sad we never got to see. Uh, any of the several scenes of Philip going to like line dancing or whatever. Is this the thing he does as cover or is this his way to unwind? No, this is just a thing that he likes doing. Yes, I love it. This is, that's awesome. <laughs> he yeah, gets really into like American like cowboy stuff. And he, just him like just, just Google gifts like Matthew Philip Jennings I, line dancing. I've They're most perfect. assuredly <laughs> seen these. It's uh, yeah. it's also it's <laughs> just a thing where I'm like, oh, it must be a deep cover sort of thing that he's doing. Like, you know, he's got to get in with someone, but you know, just him in the mirror doing his, his little dance while queen of hearts is playing. And this is definitely diegetic. Yes. Because you can't really hear it. Well, we, get, that queen of yeah, hearts? we get two allusions to big Philip American things. Cause there's that. And in the finale, when he's like, Stan, you should have, you should have rejoined me at Est, which was like the self-help group thing that they would like go like seminars. They would go to at, at hotels and shit, Amazing. Um, which was a real thing. Because, uh, yeah, Philip's into, like, the some of the dumbest parts of American life. I love that he's a dumb <laughs> American, I guess. I love that that's, I mean, that's the thing you know, the most, the most zealous are, are immigrants, right? And this is sort of that. Yeah, the sex car, he beats up the guy, yeah. he almost kills him on the barbecue grill. Uh, Elizabeth goes to go. General Zhukov, who's like, you fuck up the mission. Like, what's going on with your cause, your husband? Uh, but Elizabeth, yeah, after initially being like, I'd fucking turn his ass in because he's going <laughs> to compromise everything. Now she's like, but I love him. So it was a phase. Yeah. Uh, so she protects Philip. And then we get the flashback to them first moving to the States in their weird purple 1960s house. Uh, that was a, that was most Philip Travis, trying to come on. Travis, mm-hmm. Travis, that was a motel room. It's so purple. Yeah, no, I know that part. But you <laughs> referred to it as their weird purple house. Travis, that <laughs> was a motel room. room. Uh, <laughs> I just, I just needed you yeah. to know that this was not a house. So this is not like an then. important apartment. House. Anyway, and they, we see Philip trying to come on to her back then, and she bristles at it, and he's like, maybe you, he's immediately like a sad boy about it, and it's like mm-hmm. maybe you should find me attractive, but we're gonna have to do this eventually, like eventually, because they will expect us to have kids, because they're not, like, it and is she's like, mid-century would... America. We cannot just be a yeah, and she's a, like childless couple. For the for the motherland, I would do anything, and you're like, okay, okay, okay yeah, yeah, you're intense. Yes. Um, also, the part when she's when the, where they're talking earlier in the episode about you know the Americanization of the kids, and they're like, you know, we could raise them differently. They could be socialists. They could be trade union <laughs> activists. <laughs> she's like, this country, this country doesn't make socialists. Elizabeth, you're right. Low. Yeah. 
Wow. Although also it's like Elizabeth, you were here during the 1960s, like, and interact like they're out there, but we saw what they did. But also now it's Reagan era, so she's like, we've seen what happened, socialist. Then yeah. And and the final scene, Stan breaks into their garage and inspects the car that Elizabeth had like just cleaned. Uh, I don't know how. I don't know the drywall (laughs) clearly. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know how. Philip knew to be standing there in this precise, precise moment, and I don't care. It I think cool. Philip like snuck in there because he heard some commotion. But he okay. also, yeah, I would assume, oh, yeah, I, he probably yeah. snuck in there. Maybe they have maybe they have a camera on the outside. That yeah, sets an alarm off. They're, They're spies. Yeah, I, I, again, I don't care. It's just the, the thing where it's like you know he's uh, he's on the opposite side of the door. Like, he's as far away as he could be in the garage, so I have no idea when he snuck in or whatever like that, or if he'd just been, like, every night he just stands there waiting. I love that Stan's wearing his suit while doing this, too, and just fucking, like, rolls out under the garage door in his suit. He's a spy. That's what they do. Like, imagine if neighbors saw him then, and they're like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, that is a hitman compromised mission. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) Probably a normal occurrence in Nova, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They're all like, hmm. Everybody oh, just oh, leaves the their garage door cracked like that much for the FBI agents to roll under. Oh, the Beemans must suspect the Jennings. Oh, I wonder what's up. <laughs> you know, he let, you know, you know, he quit the hockey team. You know, you're like, oh, really? And that is uh, the pilot of the Americans. Good fucking show. Cool fucking show. Gonna watch more of this show. Actually, gonna do it. Good. We're, oh, we're doing that as well, because Alex had never seen it, and I was kind of, like, I picked this partially because I was in the mood to watch the Americans. In the mood? And have been. For spies. Yes. In the mood for spies. Uh, it was cool. It was great. Uh, love the needle drops. Love yeah. the actors. Love them lots. They're all great. Yeah. Uh, I imagine I will get very mad at Paige during the ongoing uh, watching <laughs> process, because that is uh, one of the other things I know from this show, is people hate Paige. People hate Paige for the same reason they hate Skylar White. Like, it's... Okay. But, like, in addition to being that, a teenager. Okay. I was going to say, not who I expected the comparison point to be. Right. It's just like, you're stopping the cool stuff from happening and being by being mad about it or whatever. But, like, throw in weird, rebellious teenage stuff where, like, um, because the Jennings, like, do commit to, like, sort of the Soviet godlessness, uh, she, like, rebels by being Christian. At Hell one yeah. point, and then tells her youth pastor about Whoa. them, and then they send do they him have to, to kill the youth. Do they kill the youth pastor? I think it's unclear if they do. He goes on a mission to Argentina, and it's yeah, they kill the yeah. youth pastor. <laughs> <Probably>. Totally, <clears throat> it's like in uh, the Equalizer where they sent his ass to Hong Kong in a boiler room. <laughs> so, Travis, uh, you've uh, you've you've done something that n- uh, none of us have yet to do, which is you followed through and watched all of the television show that you watched that we started for this podcast. Oh, you're talking about NGE now? Yeah. How do you yeah. feel on the other end of that journey now? Now that um, I'm still not really into the movie, um, I'm honestly, like, or at least the second half of it. But I thought the show was good. The thing is, I really could never get used to the, the tempo of it. Like, what they cram into, like, 22 minutes, it's, like, in, especially because it's very complicated, and, like, so you're just, like, it's still, pretty, it's really and there's so many flashes follow. on screen, and it's also I felt watching Shin Godzilla, where I was, like, this dude is going too fast, I don't know what's happening, and, like... Yeah, I, 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 I find it, it quite hard to follow, like, what Kaji's doing, and their, his relationship to Seed, and Seed's relationship to Nerve, like, like Do you the, mean the, the political stuff. It's Zilla. 
It depends. Yeah. It probably depends what dub or non-dub yeah. you're listening to, how they pronounce it. Sure. He just said seed, and I was like, that's not the thing. Oh, that's not it. Go. Sorry. Yeah. Seal. Seal. Sale. Seala. Cialis. Zela. Um, yeah, uh, there's relationship to Cialis. Correct. I mean, they're all uh, those big you, uh, monolithic If you things. learned that in Japan they were using Kaji to sell Cialis, would you, like, blink? Or would you be like, yeah, okay. <laughs> we might watch Cowboy Bebop, too, sometime, because that's one people for years have been like, you'd like this one. It's got cool music, the, if nothing else. Yeah, the movie. Don't yeah. watch the movie. I heard the live <laughs> yeah. action's great. Watch the live action, yeah. I will watch it at some point, and my, it feels a lot like Dick Tracy uh, reaction I got from the... Uh, the marketing will probably only grow stronger, and I can't wait to be like, you know, guys, it has its merits. Uh, it's not yeah. good. I, but it it's- felt it felt so cheesy. It was weird, like not cheesy in a fun way. I don't know. That's it's hard. It's hard to, to adapt. Yeah, anime. I mean, we we talked. I talked about it with with Senator Meow, where I was just like, the one thing I do respect is that they weren't like they don't seem to be embarrassed by the source material, like how. In the new Spider-Man trailer where they're like, your name's Otto Octavius, but really, what's your real name? Where it's like, no, just embrace the fact that this is cheesy. That's what we want. That guy's named Jet Black or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. His name is I am Jet now ter- Black. I am, I am now terrified by it, like, because of that and because they, like, is Netflix going to try and do a live action NGE sometime? Would that be the worst thing of all time? Uh, I want to, I meant to, I forgot to bring this up when we did the NGE episode, but there was, of course, an article that fan casted that and had Daniel Radcliffe as live action Shinji and Hilary Duff as live action uh, Asuka. And this is this is an article that I like the the image is saved on my phone and I forgot to bring it up when we were doing the NG episode. And I've just lived with that that regret of not mentioning it for all this time. Good lord. The two thousands right. were culturally empty. So were the nineteen eighties. And now it's nineteen eighty seven. although do we, Matt and Steven, would you continue watching the Americans? At the yeah, moment, no, I but so. I like the idea of it. It's a little slow for me. It can be a pretty slow burning show. And like a, li- a little five. too subtle. If the whole show was like them kicking people's heads through drywall, I would absolutely watch the show. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of it. And a lot of them fucking people. Uh, a lot of them <laughs> in cool disguises. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it, it no, seems really the, fun. The disguises. Like, the I disguises. Like the Disguises were what sucked me in the most because, like, it's like, yeah, this is well written, well acted. Clearly, they they've got a decent perspective on all of this. But uh, every time there was a new disguise, there's just a like, just like a dump of dopamine in my brain. I was like, ooh, cool. Yeah, that the, the AV Club <laughs> reviews would always be like disguise watch, and then also what's up with the FBI mail robot? Um, because they have oh, a man. robot that, <laughs> that delivers mail to people in the FBI office, <laughs> which at one point does become like compromised <laughs> or something. There That's is, awesome. There is a <laughs> robot. It's just a yeah, little wheeling robot. thing. You know, that, I don't care, Travis. You don't. You can. You don't have to tell me much. You just have to be like, "There's a robot." So, season six, the series finale, which is called "Start" in all caps. So, uh, and it stands for strategic. Strategic Arms Reduction Treaty. Yes, because basically, like, what's going on? I had trouble, like, trying to piece together. I was like, what happened that led to this event? Like, but there's... They kind of got screwed over by their own people because of, like, the plot to overthrow Gorbachev that's going on. There's also, like, all these characters that work in the Russian... At the Residentura who, like... Like, their plot lines were always harder to follow for me. Mostly because they're often in Russian. You gotta read subtitles about it and... Like, that's where Oleg is involved and stuff. And then also, 
the big thing is like that Russian, the most Russian Orthodox priest looking man of all time. Oh my um, God. They had, they got married for real in season five and he's the one that married them. So that's why he's seen them out of their disguises. But oh, we'll, okay. get, we'll get to that. I can't believe the priest talked. Yes. Um, Bad priest. So uh, shit has been going down. Uh, and Philip and Elizabeth have to figure out what to do about Paige and Henry because Paige at this point knows that they are spies and is being trained uh, to be for Black the second Widow. generation illegals program, which would be like, for, like they would pass any sort of background check and be able to potentially work in the FBI or CIA or whatever. Yeah, Ooh. wow, that's um, that's that's like actually everything to do, huh? Yo, that's P- real Phil- smart. Philip and Elizabeth never wanted Paige to know about this life, um, and oh, got did busted. they have that whole They monologue? got like busted by her. Basically, uh, but like also the Russians want her to know because they want a trainer and stuff. And then Henry, they never told it all. Yeah, because very clearly they didn't know what to do to Henry because they did the universal thing that happens in television shows where they don't know what to do with a child character. They sent him to a private school. Yeah, because they were like, we have to have him conveniently out of the house a lot. So his whole season five plot is Henry's really good at math, you guys. (laughs) Also, he got really tall. (laughs) Like he's like, he got mad puberty. Yeah. Yeah, and they're just like, oh, we don't, we got to get this kid gone. I mean, when they showed him, I was like, that's the same kid. Yeah, I know that time is wild. They they decide they're gonna leave Henry and take Paige with them. Absolutely brutal. Yeah, so brutal. Poor Henry. I mean, they don't really have a choice, but still, we damn. never talked about it in the first episode them like going to like. What's the first episode? Or maybe I could be confused because we watched the second one too. But like, there's like the whole thing with the space program going on and like an astronaut coming oh, to yeah, Henry's no, he middle does, school. Yeah. And like, yeah, the Pledge of Allegiance or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you get there. the parts where uh, Elizabeth is like, you know, just going to space is a great accomplishment. And I was like, yeah, you would say that. <laughs> that you was, fucking yeah. loser. That was awesome. Yeah. A human that is whatever, but line. what about a dog? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you fucking sore loser. You know. They weren't the first people to go to space. Americans could never yeah. find a way to elaborately kill an animal in such a way as we did with Laika. <laughs> so they make their difficult decision. These abandoned garages are, are suspect, according like the FBI is monitoring these. Um, so they start staking them out. Stan Stan has already has been. That was exactly what I was going to ask. Point. Mm-hmm. Is that Stan believes that they are Russian agents? Yes, enough because things he, have but, come to light that he is. But they, and he's mentioned this, but the FBI has dismissed it, and so they're on to other leads. I think so. That's about right. They're like, yeah, I don't know, man. Because later he talks with that guy who should be played by Jeffrey Wright, but isn't. But I wish was Jeffrey Wright. (laughs) Oh yeah, you know that guy I'm talking about. (laughs) I kept thinking in that entire interrogation scene, I was like, but what if this was Jeffrey Wright? Uh, I another question I have just about this show, Uh, uh, because we've talked about spy things. Um, and, and we've, we've done it in a few episodes where we talked about this. And I think this is a character type that both Matt and I love, which is, um, guy who's been in it too long and has gone to seed. So is there anyone like that? You know, like, um, you haven't seen any, like the Bond movies, right, Travis? You, I've never seen a Bond movie. Yeah. Okay. Because there's just, in, in, in the Pierce Brosnan era, there's a guy who always calls him, like, Jimbo. And he's like, <laughs> it's like, he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. He, like, lands in Havana. And it's just like, this guy's like, hey, Jimbo. And he's like, what? And he's like, I know who you are. You're clearly a spy. Come on. You know, it's like, is there that guy in this show of, like, Russian guy who's been here too long and is now fully Americanized? Like, wearing Hawaiian shirts into tiki culture? Philip is the closest to that, I think, okay. that the show gets. He's putting on cowboy hats and doing yeah, line dancing. Yeah. Okay, so it's it's close, but it's not quite that, like, yeah. you know... That, that you know, the Bruce Campbell in uh, in Bird Notice, in Bird Notice yeah. thing, yes. where it's like 
hey, listen, I'm no longer what I once was. Yeah. You know, um, he always wears shorts and he's got an, a fruity mm-hmm. cocktail. So Stan, who's onto them, uh, he tries to call Philip at work and at home to confirm his own suspicions, basically, because Philip is conspicuously not at either of those places. And so he goes to watch Paige's apartment at her school, which I don't remember if it's explicitly like Georgetown or George Washington or American or whatever, but, you know, she's in college at this point. Uh, so he's, he watches their apartment and doesn't tell his partner that he's doing that. Meanwhile, Dennis, who's the guy you think should be played by Jeffrey Wright, is uh, interrogating the Russian Orthodox priest, Father Andre, who has uh, who married them in season five, and he admits that he has seen them without their disguises. Uh, so now going to the like the extra Russian characters, Arkady, uh, who is a guy that worked at the in the uh, Restantura, tells Igor, I, like I can't even remember what these guys do. Arkady tells <laughs> Igor that Oleg has been arrested by the FBI and charged with espionage. Oleg is a dude who was like in it and then out of it and then back back in. Uh, like he was in America on a student visa and therefore will not be eligible for prisoner exchange. Uh, Igor says he'll go directly to Gorbachev, but Arkady warns him Gorbachev is at risk and everyone supporting him may be in danger. Grief-stricken, Igor tells his daughter-in-law, who's in tears while trying to calm her and Oleg's baby. Um, so yeah, this is all stuff I like- that I wish I could explain, but honestly, these plot lines, when, even when I was watching the show as it aired, I was always, I had trouble keeping up with a lot of the yeah, well, I, uh, this, internal this Soviet the, plot lines. This is the section where my eyes totally glazed over in this finale. Like, there's, yeah. there's a lot of stuff. When, when it's a show built around people having conversations for a lot of it, uh, it's really hard. this episode hard is to, a very con- conversation-Z episode. Yeah. But yeah, so the next scene is what you want to talk about. So Philip and Elizabeth, they go to Paige's apartment to pick her up and be like, we're fucked, we gotta get out of here. Because, like, shit's going down, so we need to go, and we are going to Russia. Uh, that is final. And um, then... So they go to the parking garage, and... Stan is waiting for them there. Stan walks in behind them. Yeah. And we get the best scene this podcast has covered. A scene that when it when I watched this uh, live, I was like pulling my hair out because this, this scene is, is very tense a, and it felt like it was the entire episode. Like this it, is it's a like 20 minutes short long. film basically <laughs> yeah. in the middle of this. That is perfect. It is perfect. I knew so little of what they were talking about and I felt every bit of the stakes it was amazing it was it was good i don't i guess the only thing the the only complaint i have and this might just be in my own head i never believed that he was going to do anything else but let them go i never for a second i was like okay this is what's happening and maybe that maybe but maybe that's that's fine i don't know yeah i knew it was gonna happen just because i'd seen like you know like gifts of the other outfits that they wear in this episode <laughs> so i knew they were going to get away but i didn't know how it was going to happen like yeah, i was like you they, think, could like, shoot they were gonna kill stan yeah like, i was like they could kill this guy like that could be the resolution uh this is perfect that like you were my best friend and then he's like you're my best friend as well and you think your life's a joke buddy mine is so much more yeah, of a joke my life has sucked ass the entire time yeah. here like Philip had quit. Like, there's a time skip between seasons five and six, and Philip does quit spying and focuses on their cover job, which is that they are travel agents. Yeah. Um, and Elizabeth and, and just and does stuff says, by like, And I'm bad at it. You're right. I you suck know. at running a travel agency. Like, I'm having a terrible time. I just want to be with my family. Please let us go. Like, because their lies, like, they, it's also, they, they tried to lie to Stan to his face, and they were they were just so bad, such bad the lies line, of, like, Paige being like, my tummy hurts, I gotta go home the, Yeah, and, but it's just, the line that pivots this all is just when he looks at him and he's like, 
we had a job to do. We had a job to do. And you're yeah. just like, oh! Like, you would oh, understand. Oh, like, you've done all sorts of horrible shit, probably, because yeah. you had a job to do. Kind of, yeah. that kind and, of appeal. And it's not like, it's not, I mean, it's good logic. It's not morally good. Yeah. <laughs> but it is the yeah, thing but where it's, it's just ve- like... it's very much a, we're not so different, you and I. Yeah, sort exactly. Of but it's which, is like the, which is the Cold War. Like, yeah, as much as, you know, on, on this, I'm sure we're all like, we would prefer to live under cap- or communism than capitalism. Uh, no, like not not the, Cold the, War not the is, version that fucking Russia was doing. Yeah, yeah okay. like the Cold War is two <laughs> empires flexing each other for forty years. Like, yeah. and it sucks, and a bunch of people died in stupid ways because and of it. I'm, and I'm, yeah, yeah, as much as as much as the U.S. was bad, that does not make Russia good. Exactly, <laughs> like, yeah. it just doesn't. Know. Right, and so the appeal basically is like we both had a job to do, and both were doing it for our country. So like you understand, like we're patriots too, but like. You know, it's nothing personal. Like, but uh, I mean, the other thing that's very personal for Stan is that they killed his partner um, in season one. So, uh, okay, yeah. Does he know that? When did he find that out? He has figured that out by now. Like, he finds. Yeah. yeah. Um, But it's cool that partner was in. Actually, see, he's not actually an FBI agent. See, he works for Hydra. Um, that means. Yeah, that actor had, that actor appears in the MCU as a guy who works for the CIA, but actually works for Hydra. Yes, hmm. and the, and they're just honest with Stan for the most part. Um, where when they're like, Paige didn't know anything until she was sixteen. Henry has no idea. We would love if you looked after Henry because he admires you, oh, and when, like we trust when you. She, oh God, when she's like, when he's when he's like, he loves you, Henry. It's so good. It's. Such a good. It was and, so, that, and like yeah. I had no idea the names that they're saying. I don't know if they killed him or not. So I'm watching this without that knowledge, which amplifies the tension where they're like looking at each other, and like I don't, I don't know who that is. And he's like, "Don't bullshit me." Yeah. And I'm just like, I have no idea because they don't interact with not. the people. They don't interact with the people in the Russian embassy plot lines very often. Like they kind yeah, of that exist was parallel to them. It's more about like how the, what the Soviet Union themselves are doing and how that that affects Philip yeah. and Elizabeth. But like they don't. Like I don't even remember if they ever t- they do at some point like Philip meets Oleg but I don't remember why or like what is going on with that um, and uh, the scene is perfect and yeah. it ends beautifully. I love Philip being like you probably want to shoot me I'd shoot me but yeah. I'm getting in the car and we're gonna drive and then you're you know you're and gonna have to make a decision stops. or we're gonna go and you just- it's just when he's walking into the car and he's like. And they, well, you know, before that they're like that info you know the dead dro- you got to get that out like you got yeah. you can't. You know that needs to get out, and he's like, "I don't give a shit who runs your country." And he's like, "It's, it's our country. Listen, yeah. this is everything." Phil, Philip yeah, rolled just, like a nineteen on his um like convince <laughs> action or whatever and, persuasion usually yeah persuasion <laughs> and Stan walks away. Uh, and oh and just, yeah, and he leaves him the biggest like dick thing where he's it's just so like, good. "Renee, I think I she know, might be one of us, but I don't know." Yeah, and he starts <laughs> and he's like, "I don't know how to say this," and you're like, "What the he hell?" He could have just not said it like yeah, but it's also like it's the thing where it's like. It's a dick move, but at the same time, it's, it's like this thing where it's like, yeah. yeah, it's like this is a man who actually cares about this person, and he's like, I, I love you, <laughs> and right. I, I'm doing the mission, and now I'm in the, there, there, it's really hit that head, and he's just like, I don't know how to say this, but Renee might be one of us. And just is like, I know that this is going to be terrible, and will cast your whole life in doubt, but you <laughs> should know this. And that's the last interaction. It's so good. Ah. Yeah, it's quite good. Yeah, and they drive away. Um, so, you know, on their way to uh, to get on an Amtrak to cross the border, they get their new disguises and their Canadian passports, um, including one for Henry that they'll never use, so they bury that. 
again their disguises and the the whole burning of uh, all of their like past lives and just brothers in arms. Okay, that's not coming up on the microphone. Yeah, is this when we're getting the brothers in arms drop? Um, yeah, and they they're like. I just want to talk to him. So they get in a payphone and they call Henry at school as if they're having a kind of drunk family conversation. Where it's like, we were so missing your thing about you. We missed you. We or love whatever. you. And, and he's we're just proud like, of you. okay. Like, Henry just being like, Dad, did you have some stuff to drink? And then and like him being like, oh, this is a good pivot. Yeah. I, I had a, yes, uh, I, I did. Yes. I had a little wine at dinner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you you got to let mom drive home as he's like, on the other hand, like, oh, this is embarrassing. Yeah. Interrupting my ping pong. <laughs> Yeah, that that man was very lame. Uh, if if my parents called me and did this, I would be like, "What happened?" Yeah, something's wrong. Like, clearly, something but happened. I can also yeah. think of so many conversations where my mom has said, "I love you," and I've been like, "I gotta go to a ping pong tournament or a thing of that nature." <laughs> like, I'm busy. Whatever. See you next week. Yeah, well, we're, we're all we're all pl- we're all playing uh, Smash and listening yeah. to like. We're playing, we're listening we're to Master of Reality. Sia- Please leave me alone. Yeah. We're playing the Siani Brothers version of ping pong where you have to hit the ping pong balls at each other. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. If you lose the point, you have to that, turn sorry. your back that was and the other person tries to slam your back with the ping pong ball as hard as they can. Normally they miss. But even if they hit you, it mm-hmm. doesn't hurt that bad. <laughs> it's really not yeah. that bad. It's a ping pong ball. Philip's last words to Henry are, yep. which is just brutal such a i mean he's really become an american dad yep like like that's it like yep (laughs) and Paige can't even speak to him because she's gonna break down so the fbi agents are recalled and dennis shows stan the sketches that father andre had given them or based on descriptions rather and he's like yep that's philip and elizabeth and stan pretends to be surprised and he's like i'll kill him well isn't he he's he kind of has the thing where he's like I told you guys, and then, yeah, and and the the other guy's like, "You're right, you're yeah, right, you're right." So he's not. It's not even like he pretends to be surprised. It's sort of the thing of like, "I was right." Wow. Oh yeah. my god. You don't. But he think does pretend. It. He does pretend to be like, "I gotta I, take him yeah. out or whatever." And yeah, it's yeah. He like, has that thing, and he's like, "Because he also is like, I, I went to Paige's apartment. I want nobody showed up. Oh my god." Yeah. So then they go to McDonald's. And with or without you by YouTube starts playing as they go to the most Amer- they have the most American final meal you can have. Matt uh, at McDonald's. They see a happy family of four. Matt, of where his- are you at on where are you at on early U two? Honestly, this kind of convinced me that I should revisit it because it's <laughs> th- this song fucking goes in. I heard it at the grocery store the other day, and even in that context I was kind of into it, but in this context I was like, fuck yeah. Hell yeah. I, uh, it, feel, uh, it feels weird while it's playing while they're just like, we're getting burgers and being Dude, sad. I really wanted a Big Mac while this scene happened, which is what <laughs> capitalism does to you. But uh, I know I was I was texting with Matt yesterday, unrelated U2 thoughts, because I got my copy of um, uh, Red Taylor's version, and I put it on, finally, and <laughs> I didn't realize that there are 12-inch 45s. So I started listening, and I was like, this song doesn't sound right. I don't remember there being this like really slow opener, but I'm into it. And then she started singing, and I was like, oh, these are 45s. Okay. <laughs> and I switched to 45. And my record player, I need, I guess, a new band or something like that, because it doesn't play at actually 45s. It does it down a step lower. So those were some U2 shining guitar. Yeah, it sounded yeah. awesome. Yeah, and... Um, it sounds really cool. And Matt referred to it as if Archie's band from Riverdale didn't suck. <laughs> yeah. 
what he said about that. But uh, yeah, we were just, you know, it was just like, listen to these U2 guitars that come through on this now that it's slowed down. Uh, and uh, well, I think I prefer uh, yeah, I that with version. Without you, and I was like, you gotta mm-hmm. upload, like, rip that and upload it to YouTube, and it'll, it'll do numbers. Taylor's, Taylor's slowed no reverb. Taylor's version, Ian's version. So, but, uh, the three remaining Jenningses uh, get yeah, on who an Amtrak. Look like, as you said, skinny Velma. Skinny Velma, uh, the bad uh, 80s Sully, hair on. No, yeah, so skinny Sully. Velma, Sully. And I would describe her. Uh, I would describe her as uh, character in the romantic film that they're like, no, see, she's an ugly duckling before they give her the makeover. Yeah, yeah. these men the whole time you're like, yeah, that yeah. person's incredibly hot. She just has big glasses and curly hair. Yes, you're gonna send her to a salon for a day, and everyone will be like, oh my god. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. So wow. She's a typical Anne Hathaway character or something. Um, they should have given her the haircut from Felicity. Does she ever have the haircut from Felicity? Ah, <laughs> oh, that would have been As so a disguise. good. That would have ruled. Um, so everyone looking at her is like, "Oh, what happened? We used <laughs> to love you." Yeah. <laughs> so they got on a Nam track to Montreal, and they all sit in separate locations to not arouse suspicion. And at the border checkpoint, um, the worst know, border guards on the planet. Right, border guards come yeah. through. They all have their signs that are like. Philip Jennings, aka Mikhail, and like Elizabeth, aka Nadezhda, that like clearly look like them, and they're just like looking at them and being like, mm, whatever, <laughs> move on. Like anytime, 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 a scene that seems like off or like unrealistic can be explained by cops are bad at their job, then yeah. it's fine. It's everything. It's like oh yeah, okay. It's yeah. like this so kind of person is fundamentally lazy. Right? Yeah. They get through, and then you start hearing like, "Is that the baseline oh, Whether without you again?" And like, they look out the window, and part. Paige is on the platform, yeah. and they're like, you know, "And like, they can't do anything." Yeah, they can't no, they, do anything. There's nothing they could do. Yeah, like all he could do is walk up to sit next to Elizabeth. And Bono's, and Bono's just wailing. Like, yeah. I think you first see Paige when you hear that. And it's just like she's just standing there. Yeah. I cried. I, I was moved when that happened the first time. And How could you not time. be? I was just like, no. <laughs> like, did not did not see that coming and at like, all. Yeah, and I it's don't know. The, I, I, the look like, on their faces. It was sad, but I really felt like, oh, yeah, this is this is correct. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Those can both be true. Yeah. And just like, <laughs> but I also had like six seasons of investment into the show, too. And I was just like, Paige, no. And, and then, also, and then Philip done, comes running to go sit next to yeah. Elizabeth again. To and it's done her. perfectly because, you you know, you're watching the 10th part and you don't really think for a moment. You're like, wait, wait, well, they haven't checked in on uh, Paige, you know, because yeah. you're like, oh, they'll go to that. And then the train starts up and you're like, OK. And then she's on the platform. She's just outside. And you're just like, oh, my God, she's going to keep being a spy. Or something. Yeah, Paige's fate is left ambiguous because last we see of her, she goes to the safe house um, that where uh, Margaret Martindale used to be, where she keeps this vodka and just pours it straight and just, just like, well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's my life now? She could do so many things. She could try and, and keep spying, although who knows what the Soviet Union will do with them. Um, she could defect or whatever and say everything she knows, like, which is at this point, like, not frankly not that much and like because they can't get the parents um and that's what matters she could the scene when that doesn't exist but only exists in my mind where one day years from now she reunites with henry breaks my heart yeah um so 
tough, tough, tough for Paige. She's had a tough life. It's probably yeah. not good to realize you were uh, your entire existence is you were created for, for cover. deep cover purposes. Yeah. <laughs> like, hate yeah. to be a deep sucks. cover baby. Yeah. Would you listen like, to a band Stan called goes, Deep Cover Baby uh, to the boarding school to where Henry has hockey practice and is like, "You've been a deep cover baby, and <laughs> your parents are in Moscow now." Uh, and I'm your new guardian. I'm your dad I'm now. Your dad. Yeah. I'm your, I'm Which is your what you always now. wanted anyway, basically. And then Henry... But not like this. Henry's just like, it's hard to sell like the most insane thing you've ever heard. Which is what he's getting. Uh, like, your entire life has been turned upside down. He's just like, dang. Like, <laughs> you know, it's tough, it's tough to silently show what he, what must be going through his mind. Um, yeah. So now we have a scene that I will have to explain to you guys. Which is we get a brief dream sequence of Elizabeth waking up with uh, a black Booby, man Booby, and a house Booby Gibson, and with Booby, Booby Miles, Miles. Not, Booby not, Gibson. not Daniel Booby <laughs> Gibson of the 2007 yeah, Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, Derek Luke, uh, and going, I never wanted a baby anyway. And then suddenly he's gone and then she has visions of her family and stuff and then wakes up on the plane. So that is Gregory, who was a um, black militant in the civil rights era that Elizabeth okay. recruited to help the KGB and then had like a, a romantic relationship with for a long time. Um, and I think, and like considered leaving Philip for okay. stuff like so that. Like and he eventually love of her life. Yeah, basically. And he eventually, um, takes the fall for them killing Stan's partner and, uh, does suicide by cop. That's a lot. Yeah. Ooh. Um, but she wakes up and she's on the plane to, to Europe uh, in a different seat than Philip is. Um, but they can at least see each other as opposed to when they were on the train. And they get to the USSR and Arkady drives them to Moscow. And then they look out over, I don't know, Didn't need square this or whatever. We get extremely blue lighting. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, we do get we do get like a, My, a Michael Mann look out upon the cityscape yeah. scene, but I didn't need the whole like I would have been fine if them just looking out. I didn't need them talking and being like, was it worth it after all? Yeah, what we've done. Like, well, they of hate course, us. that's what like, they're thinking us, about. They'll remember. We don't us. need to be told that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know what they're thinking about. Right, it and then they, been... they they talk about like the what if we'd never done this? Would we have met yeah. anyway? Maybe on a bus or something because they've fully fallen in love by this point in the series, which is really what it's about. In the this series, in the end, of the, in the end of the series, <laughs> it's about love. Yeah, <laughs> like most shows we cover, it's just about love in the end. And that's the Americans. Great show. I yeah, get it. Good show. I understand. It's, 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 I don't know, like the best show that we've covered. It was also the one that was like the most enjoyable of watching both episodes. Like I wasn't having that like, oh boy, it really drops they off They are here. long episodes. Like yeah. you do feel the length. Even the 45 minute one sometimes I'm like, damn, like there's a lot left in this. Like I feel the, like I've, I'm very satiated after an Americans episode. The the sp- the space Mentally. comment. I'm I'm kind of grumpy we talked about it cuz it was the only thing that was like vaguely workable into the Steven take us home thing. Oh, like, sorry. No, no, no worries. I mean, that's it's almost more worthwhile to just be like, this show was too good for cheesy bad one-liners. Like it's just like, <laughs> like they're just like I, they're, I was like paying attention. I was like, no, no, this makes sense in context. No, this is great. <laughs> it it <laughs> could have benefited significantly that. from one-liners. I would say, like if it was the same show, yeah, I mean, but that's with one-liners your... and more head kicks through drywall. This That's could be one of the greatest shows of all time. <laughs> yeah. 
Like, how do you not like anime, man? I just It's really, animated. That's it. That's know, the whole it's just, problem. It's just amazing. Uh, it's okay. just amazing that's... that that's the thing. Because it's everything you want for any time we describe a show. It's just like, <laughs> oh, there are so many options for exactly what you want. You just have to get past them being cartoons. It's yeah, hilarious that that's an undercurrent of this podcast. This is also like the first time in a while where I'm like, wow, great that this was on TV. Perfect. Yeah. Not like I'm like, Ugh. yeah. Sometimes I was reading, it's like sort of thought of like the last prestige, like true prestige show. Good. I could see, I could like, see that's the end of that era, prestige really. TV. I mean, there's Better Call Saul, but like that is a spin off of a different, like, so it's kind of. It's true. Better Call Saul is technically a novel, and you can't convince me otherwise. <laughs> yeah. It is. I need to watch it, but I. it's the thing where it's like, I love a slow, simmering thing. That is slow, even for me, a man whose ideal cinema is, like, Taiwanese people talking while a raindrop goes down a piece of glass for 40 minutes. That's... Better Call Saul is funny, though. That's... that's Yeah. And it has action That is a way to to get around a slow show is by making it funny, for sure. So, do we have a slow show up next week? Or we got a fast show? What do we got? Uh, so, I'm going to talk, I'll talk to you a little bit through the, uh, through the selection process, process of this. Yeah, because my I, I was actually, at the beginning of this show, I was convinced I was going to pick something. But halfway through, I realized that I'm, because the, the vibe was like um, something that I don't think I would like but need to know what it is and have been curious about it for like 20 years or whatever. Uh, But then I was like, no, I actually want to watch something I think I'll like. So then I've got it narrowed under two and I want to hear feedback based on a description without giving it away. Okay. Now, would you guys (laughs) rather watch something that I kind of remember am almost certain is good and kind of want to like revisit and to be like, how good was this? Or something Is that that's thinking a, in the brain. Or something that's did they did they have their own show? Yeah, spin off of Animaniacs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I was just sorry. like I was just doing a random guess to see. <laughs> um, no worries, no, no, do the guessing. I don't mind. Or something that is number one related to that first show. Number two might be Wait, good. No. So the first one is Animaniacs, and now this one is Pinky in the Brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I threw you off the scent. Um, related to the first show, much more experimental, uh, probably a lot more um, polarizing. It may or may not be good. I don't remember, but it probably will be fun to talk about. Is it related to the first show in the sense that it's a spinoff? Spinoff is a strong word. I would oh, say boy. no. I would like to do an original. Like we've done enough spinoffs. So we're talking. I would like to. Are we talking CSI show. and CSI New York? I just don't think. <laughs> <laughs> so Travis votes A. Ian, I vote. It's a not. A, as I don't well. think it's a spinoff. Like <laughs> I want to know what both shows are, but I also vote A. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah, I think A is the, is the right choice here. Okay, well, A is Batman the Animated Series. Oh, Ooh. hell fucking yeah. Was your other one Batman <laughs> Beyond? Yes. Okay. Right. Uh, I hey, down for both spoilers, of those for sure. Both are good. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, like... I think we should... I'm, now that we know this, I think we should do Batman Beyond because we've already done a show with classic Batman. And, yeah. Well, we've done the... We've done Gotham. I'm happy. I'm. Ha- I mean, this does this does make the entire exercise we just did completely moot. That's fine. But I'm totally fine with doing Batman Beyond. Also, Batman, Batman Beyond, Beyond dope theme song. More Mad yeah. Speed. Also, <laughs> That's you know, the I don't only know. thing I know oh, about yeah. it. Definitely. 
All right. Well, Matt, what do you know about Batman Beyond? Puts 30 seconds on the clock. All right. That's the one. Yeah, I think so. All right, Matt, are you ready? Yeah, let's rock. All right, I'm putting 30 seconds on the clock starting now. Batman Beyond is an animated television series related to Batman the Animated Series um, in some way. I remember it having a really cool theme song, and I remember the art style being extremely pointy and like really like sharp looking and then all of these like really dark high contrast like red and black and bright yellow colors other than that i'm sure it's just batman and that's time we'll be back next week there might be a break because the holidays but we'll be talking about batman beyond the original run and we will not talk about the uh grand finale that later occurs in justice league unlimited that's a lie i'll tell you everything i know about (laughs) the end of batman beyond i'm gonna make comparisons with spider-man unlimited we're going to have a lot of fun, and also it's only half-hour episodes. Woo, it's going to be perfect after this one. Um, and uh, one way you can have fun is by rating, reviewing, and subscribing, and telling your friends uh, about this and being like, yeah, they just wouldn't stop talking about spies and how cool they are, even though it seems like one of them had never seen spy dramas ever before. And that's because he was raised in Plato's cave, and now we're teaching him television <laughs> this way. I found a quote, by the way. <laughs> well, then, Stephen, can you bring us home? The sheer number of people working to destroy our way of life. You know why I've dedicated my life to stopping them? Because, because, because. Do not like.